Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Oh man, here we go again. Up early, feed the dog, out the door, traffic, at the office, boss in some kind of mood today, no time for lunch, annoying coworker, no time to relax, bedtime. Then we gotta do it all again? Uh, no way. Because the best way to break up the mundane every day is to play. At Wild Rose Casino and Resort, slots, tables, sports, and a whole lot of perks when you join and play with your club wild card. So, let's play. Wild Rose Casino and Resort, Clinton. Uh, before we get started, I have to announce that the grand opening of the new bar in the basement of La Chiva Loca opens up tomorrow. Uh, karaoke tomorrow night from 9 to 1. There's drink specials, the grand opening at La Chiva Loca tomorrow night. HawkFanatic.com brought to you by Patrick Eads, celebrating his anniversary, uh, 12th anniversary at Jerry Brothers Ford Lincoln. Congratulations to Pat and the whole great staff there on Mormon Trek. Steve Anderson, Hawkeye Title and Settlement, Falbo Brothers Pizza, Mike's Lock, and E-Keys for cars. G.G. Carner's crew at Suple Siding and Remodeling. Suple's Flowers, home of 1-800-800-ROWS. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, 101, South Dubuque Street, downtown Iowa City. Premier Automotive in North Liberty. The Oxyokin and the Amanis, now serving breakfast on the weekends, and it's good. Players Sports Bar and Grill, downtown. Henry's Painting. And Dr. Lance Forbes. Diamond Dental in Cedar Rapids. Tom Suter's here along with Pat Hardy from HawkFanatic.com. Yes, 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 we are here. We are here. Get used to it. So I wonder, anything happened in the, the sports world yesterday that would interest people around here? No, so um, do you have Sundance? Sunday out here. Do you get it? Channel? Yeah. yeah. No. Andy Griffith's on. We could be doing. Andy, we could be watching Andy Griffith episodes. It's on right now from five to eleven thirty every morning. Uh, Sunday they have nothing but uh, twenty four hours of Gilligan's Island. Yeah, that doesn't do it for me. Well, we could turn uh, Andy Griffith on and do the Mystery Science three thousand thing with it and comment on. Would you rather talk about Big Ten expansion, Proctor, or watch an episode of Andy Griffith? Dare to dream. We could. Do what do you it think, all. Captain? You do get Sundance out here? I would imagine. I don't know. It's three ninety at home. So I thought Sundance was a, a pay, pay for. Oh, it, uh, well, it's part of my, it's obviously on oh. my expanded cable. I, but don't you guys have Mediacom out here? No. Oh, you don't? No, I wish we did. Oh, what do you, you probably don't get it then. No, we got Dish. I Sundance. Get, Good. I think um, we get it. Um, you're just saying that. It. You don't know. You don't get it. <laughs> Prove that you I get don't. it by putting Andy Griffith on. <laughs> 
All right, now we all right, let's talk about the Cubs. Then we'll get back to Andy Griffin. And then if there's time left, we'll get back to the expansion and Caden Proctor. But let's start, of course, with the important things like the Cubs. Because the Cubs won. I know. Big. They scored 15 Huge. Runs. Hello. It's a turnaround, I think. Hello. You can also get Andy Griffin on TV land. Yeah, but not – yeah, I guess it's on – is it – it's on on TV Land from three to seven, and it's on yeah, MeTV from seven to eight. MeTV from seven to eight. Yeah, TV Land from three to seven. Anyway, happy July. Yep, July first. Yes. If my husband was still alive, we'd be celebrating our fiftieth anniversary today. Oh wow! Uh-huh. But he's not here, so I'll celebrate it by myself. Well, yeah. there you go. And you have great. But anyway, memories. the Cubs last night they had a grand slam. Wisdom had a grand slam and a single home run. Yeah. So if they do this more often, it'd be more exciting. Well, I mean, it's clear there's a turnaround happening, and the Yankees better watch out because the Cubbies are coming. (laughs) Yeah. Cubbies are coming. Well, I don't know how coming they are, but tonight or this afternoon they play Boston. Yeah, Boston doesn't have a chance. That's my new attitude, Karn. I'm being positive. Karn, my glass is half full now with the Cubs. Boston Boston does not have a chance. Someday it will get fuller. Remember, I sat through 20 years of Iowa football that was pretty poor, and if I can do that, I can sit through the Cubs. There you go. Yeah. I admire your steely resolve. (laughs) Well, I sat through the the same 20 years as you did. Yeah. And I ain't doing it again. The good thing about those years (laughs) was that you could find any good seat in the – you could go find any seat and sit there. Well, and you had people in Kinnick Stadium, they were kegs. Students got kegs in. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> they really didn't try anyway, to hide it, did they? <laughs> um, what is this deal with Brittany Griner? Well, not she good. Um, go ahead, Steve, Mr. Newshound. Okay, she got in there, so she didn't have uh, any problem getting in there and playing for the Russians. And then they claim when she went to get out, she had uh, cannabis oil. Uh, and uh, I believe uh, that if she did really have cannabis oil. Well, they're not just saying that. They're saying she had enough to where they believe she was going to use it to distribute. To distribute. Right. Yeah. Whole, and that's where they're getting to get 10-year stuff. That's, well, well, I'm just saying what it is. Yeah, Those yeah are but I would say if she had. I'm not saying she did. Any of that. Yeah, if she had any of that stuff, I really do think that, you know, she had to have got it. I mean, she has uh, anxiety issues and things like that. She probably got it from the coach. Or the, but we don't know. Or, yeah. Yeah, we, we don't, don't know. know. But it's not good. She's being used as. Yeah, they they want to. As leverage. They're going to convict her, and then they want some uh, guy out of here. Who's that, a miserable well, some, human being. Some, yeah. yeah, some buddy here who's supposed to be spending 25 years. And deservedly so. Yeah. So, yeah, they're using it for leverage. It's a, It's sad. Yeah, and nobody can do anything about it? Well, they're trying. I mean, it's it's obviously a lot easier said than done. I mean, there's a war going on, and they're using her as leverage. So I'm not, sure, I'm not sure what anyone over in America could do right now, because I think Russia is being very calculated about this, and mm-hmm. she's, she's being used. And Propaganda. And really, do we really want the Big Ten to be from coast to coast? Yes, TV-wise, yes. TV-wise, yes, and that's all that matters now. <laughs> well, that's true. TV I can see your side. I mean, it's... Good money-wise, it'd be good, but yeah. my gosh. I'm just not sure how much longer this model can work. I mean, this is just... I mean, what do you do now if you're the the Big 12 and Pac-10 now merge? 
to try to get something going. Maybe well, those conferences suck right now. Didn't they say that Oregon wanted to go to the SEC? Well, now they're saying that Oregon big, and Washington have petitioned the Big Ten. Yes, now already. Oregon and Washington. I've heard Stanford, and I it's it's just it's a cluster. It is. Well, it won't be the Big Ten pretty soon. It'll be the Big Twenty. Yeah. Well, it's the Big Whatever. Sixteen right now. I mean, God, you imagine if they get Notre Dame. Be great, yeah. So I'll tell you what. Good answer by the big. So then the real question is: is how big do the conferences get? Well, I've heard two 2014 conferences is the one thing I've been hearing and reading about for speculation for about three, four years. So is the SEC? Are they at 20 right now? No. Well, no. They said they'd be at 16 when Oklahoma and and, uh, right now Texas got in there. They both would have 16. I've heard the eventual goal is to get 24 each. That each would add eight more. Oh my gosh, 24 each! But if you do that, then the Big 12 and the Pac-12 they're done. They're over. That's the only way. Well, they'll just have to go into B1. Well, the ACC may take big hits too. I mean, do we want to have two super conferences? I I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I just know that this this Model the way it's set up now with everything. I just don't know how much longer this is going to last. TV is dictating all this. Yeah, this is. is all. Yeah, I'm, that's the problem. Yeah, so but and it is a problem. At least the Cubs won. <laughs> the Cubs won. Cubs won. Oh, and we got Proctor. Yep, and we got Caden Proctor. Yes. Yep. That was not a surprise. We've been. I mean, I don't think no. anyone really was. Tom Lemming said yesterday he would have been surprised if he didn't pick Iowa. So and. I'm sure Alabama fans have moved on to the next five-star, don't you think? I'm sure they have. So, but no, good day for... I had for, to call my brother in Ohio and let him know that. Good day for Hawkeye football. Because he thinks I was been lacking on getting five-star people, and I just called him and let him know that. Well, they don't get many. This was a unique situation. I mean, it really yeah. was, but they get... So have the other were the other ones Dan Doring and... Uh, well, there weren't five-star rankings back then. It's hard to say. Oh, Lake they didn't Larson, have them at no, all? No, not five-star. Yeah. I mean, Lake Larson was uh, 22 years ago. I... I think he would have been a five-star. but 22 years ago? Yeah, he's Jesus with Matt Roth. I think he would have been today's five-star, but there wasn't that mm, system okay. back then, so it's hard to say. But but I think Blake Larson and Dan Doring were probably the two most highly ranked based on the circumstances at that time, and neither one of those guys panned out. So, But Proctor, I, not a knock against those guys, but I, Proctor's different. I'd be stunned if at the worst he's not a good All-Big Ten Offensive lineman Tom Lemming talked yesterday. He thinks he's got a serious chance of being a first-round, first-high, high, very high, possibly a first-round NFL, first-pick NFL. He was talking. He thinks wow. he's got that much potential. But you got to so stay healthy. So you think we'll only get it. him for one year? Well, no. He's, no, he's got to be here for two, doesn't he? Um, three. Oh, three. Jesus. Oh, they have to be for three. Oh, that's good. Yeah, like I don't agree with the rule in baseball. I do agree with the rule in football. Well, how come in basketball they only are there for one year? That's just different sport. F- football, they do it for safety reasons, obviously. Well, yeah. I mean, you got... Okie dokie, boys. Take, All right, take it. Have a good weekend. You, you too. Happy too. fourth. Well, football, you've got 325-pound guys running, you know, at incredibly fast speeds, hitting, you know, it's terrible collisions. And yeah, there's you, a big difference between 25 and 18. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay, so does this new deal, is it going to hurt us, uh, especially in basketball? I mean, we were bitching all last year. You know, we weren't playing on the weekends. You know, we were getting shoved to late Sunday or or Monday. Is this going to make it even harder for a team like Iowa 
Oh yeah, uh, yeah to definitely. compete with. Well, it's going to make it hard Los for a team Angeles. like Iowa to get the primetime yeah. games, especially since USC and UCLA are both usually really good in basketball. Pretty, mm-hmm. I mean, UCLA's nothing like they were, and USC's been up and down. But right now, both programs are really good. I mean, so yeah, no, it's going to make it harder. And I thought of basketball. USC football is going to be good under Lincoln Riley. And they're good Maybe most of the time. UCLA's up and down. I would not call UCLA a powerhouse football program in any way. Uh-huh. But if they get the right coach, and now with the Big Ten affiliation, UCLA could take off and be a power in like one or two years. That's the concern. If you're if you're afraid of competition, then yeah, maybe this isn't the best thing to happen. But the Big Ten had to do something to respond to the SEC. Because remember a year ago, we were all people, God, what's the Big Ten going to do? Remember we were here in Kansas, yeah. Iowa State. What other schools were, were they mentioning? Uh, Kansas State. And just uh, obviously the Big Ten decision Virginia. makers. Virginia. They were not considering those schools. Yeah. They knew what they were doing. I give the Big Ten credit. This is a nice response to what the SEC did. This is about is. as good as you can get outside of getting Notre Dame. And um, maybe this will help them in that respect to get Notre Dame. But, no, it's going to make it harder. It's going to think about, like I said, think about Iowa baseball now. You're adding two really good programs. And not only that, you're adding two really good programs that in January get to practice and prepare for a season in warm weather outside with all the elements, whereas Iowa is going to be over in the Iowa football facility practicing inside like all the other schools because of the weather. It's just going to be so weird adding two warm weather schools to baseball. I mean, that's – and it's going to be interesting watching USC play at Indiana football in November on 11 a.m. I look someone. forward to the, the USC Rutgers, Rutgers. Right, right. Yeah, those road trips. I mean, think about that. I mean, yeah, because the university issued a statement last night, and they're all gung-ho for this. I think, but I don't – you know. My I, favorite part was that they fit under the wind, graduate, and do it right model. Yeah, whatever. This is all about television revenue, and there's That's nothing it. wrong with that. Yeah, okay, just, but they I, start off uh, academics. I just oh, wish they would admit it sometimes. Acad- yeah. It's TV. It's, it's money. money. And you need it. I get it. You need it, but just admit it. I know. They with, make it like this is some big academic thing. Uh, USC and UCLA are good schools. Yes, they yes, are. They're both they good are. academic schools. But, yes, no question about it. But, but I'm with you. This it's, has nothing to do no, with no, that no. whatsoever. At all. No. This yeah. is the L.A. television market. Yeah. Now they've got five of the seven. I think it was Docterman who tweeted that out. It is funny that, you know, everyone rips Rutgers, but then they'll use Rutgers really quick to say, hey, we got the New York market. But it's true, though. They This was all television. This was having a response to what the SEC did, and it was pretty impressive. And and the very fact, impressive. And I hadn't heard a thing about it, and I think a lot of people nationally were caught off guard by this. Well, I mean, had you heard even a sniff? No. No, hadn't read any. Now, I'm not scouring the Internet looking for – No. I'm not, I've never been a big expansion. Like maybe someone like Docterman or somebody in the media who covers us a lot closer, maybe had heard rumblings. I hadn't heard anything. But don't but, you think he would have shared them had he heard them? Well, He's maybe not, he did on Twitter. I don't know. I mean, I may have missed that. Well, I guess it's possible. I, I mean, this stuff, Tom, there was nothing written about hmm. this story until this one guy, was it John Wilner? Yes. Until he tweeted, and then boom, then next thing you know, the athletic and everybody's jumping all over. But I hadn't heard a thing. I was shocked. I'll be honest. I was shocked by how quickly it's happening. But 
It's going to happen in 24. Why? Because their TV rights expire. Yes. That's all, that's why it's happening in 24. Yeah, no, this I, is all yeah. about television right now. So the, the other repercussions here, and there's so many, uh, what happens to the uh, the northern Illinois of the world in the southern Illinois, you know, the, the MAC level teams, because they're not going to be in any super conference. Who are they going to play? Just each other? Well, each other, and I still think there'll be one or slots. Trust me, teams like Iowa, they're going to want to play some teams like they're going to want to put at least one or two of those teams on their schedule to get what should be a guaranteed win. I mean, it's because it's going to get tougher. Are we going to start playing? How many are they going to stick to nine conference games? Are they going to go to ten? I well, mean, see, that's the question. You don't know. My guess is they won't go beyond nine. I Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they'll go to ten. But, no, it's going to be harder for those teams. But those teams right now play themselves, and then they usually play one or two. That's their season. And I don't think that's going to change much. Maybe they it will. Need, they need those games to keep Yeah, alive. and I think there'll be enough because I think teams like Indiana, Illinois, Iowa, Purdue, they're going to want to have one or two guaranteed wins, especially if, let's say, UCLA becomes a power in football again. Well, which they might. Imagine you're, I mean, you could have a season where you play Penn State, UCLA, USC, Ohio State, Michigan. Think about that. <laughs> I already have. I mean, it's it's <laughs> – I mean, there is a price to pay when you get teams like this. I mean, the competition on the field. I mean, think about track, track and field. Uh-huh. Think about the advantages that USC and UCLA are going to have in track and field. I mean, well, I mean, it's going to be weird watching UCLA and USC compete in indoor track in Indiana in February when they could be out. That, there's just so many things connected to this that are going to be so bizarre when you watch them unfold for the first time. And But think how much fun it's going to be to, to play UCLA and basketball in, in Carver Hawkeye. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's going to be great fun. Yeah, no, it, it will be fun. Yeah, it, it will be. Now, it helps that UCLA is good again right now. I mean, UCLA's uh-huh. had some down stretches. I mean, not. I mean, down for UCLA is barely making the NCAA tournament. But, no, there's. imagine what it's going to be like going to play USC in the – Coliseum in football. Now you're I, probably I'm, gonna have to do it without me. I'm not but. a I'm not a Lincoln Riley fan. I don't like the way he left Oklahoma, but he's gonna make he's gonna turn them around again. They're gonna be really good. So it's gonna be interesting to see how Michigan, USC, Penn State, and Ohio State all coexist. That's a lot of traditional blue blood power in one conference. Is Notre Dame gonna be able to stay away? Do you think? I'm beginning to wonder about that now. I've I, I've always thought that it would finally end by what's happening with the structure of conferences. And I think, I think event, I, to me, Notre Dame at this point, I think they should join the Big Ten, and I haven't been saying that until recently. But we'll see. They've sort of got this affiliation with the ACC where they're members but not with football. To me, Notre Dame's got to get a point where they're either all in or all out. I think that's better. And I think now this maybe will make an impression because Notre Dame's got great rivalries with both those schools. Yeah, they, they do. I mean, the UCLA-Notre Dame basketball rivalry, the UCLA-Notre Dame, or the USC-Notre Dame football rivalry, those things are epic. Well, and, and Notre Dame's had a uh, you know good series with Michigan State and Michigan. Yeah, no, Purdue. I, so to me, this was, gives the Big Ten more leverage in negotiating with Notre Dame, but I'm still looking forward to like that um, UCLA or that USC football game at 11 a.m. at Rutgers, like in November. That's that's what I'm look. Think about that. How different that's going to be from what they're used to now. It'll be fun to watch. But yeah, this not I, in person. The release, the release from the the. I don't know if it was from the Big Ten or what, but it had the word like academic in it. 
five times, like in the first couple. Yeah. And I'm just reading. I'm like, okay, yeah, come on, enough. give us a break. Well, enough. that's what I, the first thing I thought of is this yeah, academic, academic. Yeah. This has nothing to do with that. It's all television revenue, yes. and that's business. That's, yeah. They're doing good business. I applaud them. I don't, but I just sometimes wish they'd be a little more transparent and a little less dishonest. On, yeah, just a little less but, laying it on thick. The the oh look at us, we're so holier than thou. That I just first hundred and ten million dollar check will will sit pretty well on the bank account. What do you think Ferentz's reaction was? He hates West Coast games. I, I don't think he's yeah. not going to. But he's, no. I mean, he's near the end of it. I mean, whether you think he's yeah. going to be here or another, he's not going to have to deal with this very long. No. Anyway, but this changes the challenge of coaching and competing at Iowa. Wouldn't you agree? That completely. Yeah. I mean, it just makes it that much harder. Makes it that much harder, and it makes us, and it's going to give us much less exposure. Exposure. I mean, 930 games on Sunday morning, Sunday night. I you know, I mean, <laughs> but he's already said he's going to miss a lot of Suterman shows on Saturday while he and, he and Ann are going to leave on Thursdays and get back on Tuesdays when Iowa plays at the UCLA and USC, right? That's Yeah, now get back. We're going to have to drive. We play Rutgers the next week. Oh, so we've got to drive, leave the game, drive across country to make it in time to see the Iowa Rutgers game the next, and see, the other the next that, Friday. And we, are, we kid because we care. But the other thing that gets lost in all this Think about the extra demands that this is going to put on the student athlete time wise and what yeah. have you. I don't I wonder how much they really consider that stuff when they're doing these deals and trying to I don't out. think they consider I, it but, very much at all. But it's a it, it's going to be an added burden for these student athletes having these long row I mean USC to Rutgers that's about as you long as it gets. Always ask me. Okay, now what if they advertise? And I always go, they're the greatest. Who, the Big Ten? Anybody. What if the Big Ten advertised with you? Yeah, the greatest ever. And it's all about academics. They do sports only because they have to. Well, yes, you have to because the kids are just too tired studying. Yes. And the Big Ten is so good, they give them an outlet. (laughs) But seriously, they're not thinking of academics or what the kids have to go through or nothing. They're looking at the check. I think it's interesting, too, the timing. I mean, we're in the July 4th. And that's fine. I mean, we're in the July 4th holiday. I don't think it's a coincidence either because pretty much people are off the grid right now. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh I mean, the the next three days people are just – and I wonder if the timing of it just – and then when we get back from the holiday, then they'll deal more with the – I don't – I'm not seeing any major – I'm sure if you're in the – if you're a Pac-12 fan and Pac – Wondering what the hell, and if you're think about if you're in the Big Twelve right now. I mean, so if you, the, the Pac-12 commissioner, do, do you suppose he sniffed this coming? And if so, what sort of plan does he have in place? My guess is none. Who's he going to get? I mean, well, exactly. Kansas, Kansas State, Iowa State. They're, they're, they're running out of candidates. There's just not a lot of them out there. So that's why this was a huge get for the Big Ten. I, it, I. Like I said, I just, 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 I was blindsided by this. Well, it sure made for interesting speculation, though, and it's, yeah, it, it just really it changes how you look at things. It changes everything. But to me, it's just another step toward complete change. I, I just don't know how much longer we can keep up with this NCA model and these. I mean, we'll see. I mean, do you think two 2014 super conferences is the answer? It looks like that's where it's headed, but I don't. Do I think it's the? Answer? Why do they even Maybe. call them conferences? I mean, you're in a conference and you will not even play half the teams in your conference, probably just from sure numbers. You can't. You can't. So I don't. I mean, it's 
It's just strange. I mean, if you have 12-person divisions, they maybe not even have divisions. Who knows? We don't know, do we? You don't, you, you don't know. With that many numbers, I don't know how, so how they would work. So if you have, think you'd have to have divisions. How about Nebraska, though? They used to be the further west, furthest west conference. <laughs> yeah. Now they're not even that anymore. And I tweeted yesterday that Frost will probably use that as an excuse for why they lose. <laughs> I saw I, I mean, he that. uses so many bizarre excuses. <laughs> when they, what was the one he did here? Cla- the guy's clapping on the sidelines? Yes. yes. Yeah. Screwed his quarterback? Yes. <laughs> Hello? Hello. So, the new schedule with 16 games, I assume they're going to scrap divisions? Well, that's the... If, yes, that's the, what we're talking about. I doubt they would keep USC from playing Ohio State, Michigan every year. So... If they scrapped divisions, they would go to the not. They would stay with the nine-game schedule, and then each team would have three locked opponents, and then you would play every other every every team in the conference once every two years, and then you would keep three teams you play every year. So you'd, you'd have and it works out perfect. So you're talking about having little pods pods of four. Well, and if USC and Ohio well, State. If they were into different not. divisions, they would still play at times. They mm-hmm, wouldn't play mm-hmm. as often, but they would not just ever play. They would still play at times. But, no, the divisions I've been hearing and reading, uh, they're maybe have one or two more years left, then they're going to move on from that. Yeah. You could go to pods, or you could just have each team has their own free rivals, which is I bet that's what they'll do to keep all the uh, – to keep some of the rivalries kind of like that. So for so – for Iowa, it, the natural ones would be Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Nebraska, probably. Yeah, exactly. And then it'll with that, Iowa would be playing every other team in the conference once every two years. So once every four years, they would make a trip to every school, which somehow adding two teams seems to make traveling to the other schools more often than the current Division 7-7. Seven, seven. Mm-hmm. Which I, I think that's pretty good. Except if they keep adding schools, like I heard Oregon, Washington, maybe. That's, uh, that's a, they have applied. That's a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. And then also, I, I, this seems like a totally Big Ten thing to do, especially with what they've done with the basketball tournaments. But apparently, according to someone with a blue check mark on Instagram or on uh, Twitter, they said, uh, that the Big Ten Championship at some point is going to be in L.A. at SoFi Stadium. Oh, I would have Can you imagine sure. uh, Ohio State versus, like, I don't know, Iowa or someone in L.A.? How many people are going to that? More than you think. More than you think, and they wouldn't care because it's all television. But I still think yeah. there'd be more. It wouldn't be probably as crowded as if it was, of course, one of the two L.A.s. But more, I think it would be close to sold out, and the television would still be there. This is all television. I don't mean to sound yeah, like a broken I think, record. Uh, Scott Docterman was talking about it yesterday on a Sandy Staples podcast, talking about in the when they expand the playoffs, say the Rose Bowl just kind of vanishes. It would be cool for the Big Ten championship every year to just be at the Rose Bowl. I wouldn't mind that as much. If it's at SoFi, I would hate that. That makes no sense. But so you're you saying you don't it, care like, that cool it's in California thing. every year. You just want to make sure it's at the facility that you like. I'm, is that you don't care? See, I don't think it should be in California every year. I mean, do you? you no, you, I, no, I, no, I don't either. But I think Rose Bowl, I wouldn't mind that as much. If like the Rose Bowl, like the actual bowl game, kind of ceased to exist with the playoffs, I wouldn't mind the Big Ten just re remaking the Rose Bowl their Big Ten championship. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I see would rather that, but, it be in Indianapolis, but yeah. Boy, that would give USC and UCLA a home field advantage it's if they exactly, it. and that's why I don't think they should do. No, that. that's why I don't think they will. But who knows? I mean, there's everybody speculating like, uh, right now. Everybody's the Big Ten, Big Ten basketball tournament. They've been moving it around. It's, I think it should be in Chicago every year because then no one really has a home court advantage. Every, virtually every Big Ten fan base has probably thirty thousand plus alumni in Chicago. But uh, last year it didn't matter for Iowa playing Indiana, Purdue beat them both in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. But it's true. I, I I would like it to be, you know, not a home field advantage. Mm-hmm. Well, right, but thank you. Thank got, you. Yeah, thanks for the call. I mean. It was a home field advantage, sort of, for Purdue and Indiana, but it didn't do them any good. No, and it wasn't a huge. Uh, no. I mean, it, I was there. It was not huge. When Iowa scored baskets, there was a lot of people yeah. cheering. Yeah. I don't think that was it, of impacting the players. I like the addition of UCLA and USC to the Big Ten will enhance the conference's existing comprehensive excellence in academics, <laughs> in research, and as an afterthought, athletics. God. Always mowing. My uh, nephew is in the chat room. Hey, nephew. Yeah. Is he mowing? Yeah. Are you mowing? How's he feel about the expansion? If he's not mowing, that's false advertising. <laughs> How's he feel about the expansion of the Big yeah. Ten? He, is all, he hasn't got time for that. He's always mowing in the Quad Cities. Hello. Thinking about this, when I was a manager in 1974, we opened with Michigan, UCLA, Penn State, Southern Cal, oh, and we played Ohio State. <laughs> yeah. Well, if this were today, that would be 11 Big Ten teams we played. Wow, from the 74, Ooh, interesting. That's a good. Uh, Very interesting. interesting. That's interesting. Thanks for pointing that out, Don. That's yeah. Interesting. I mean, I just when you guys started clicking off all those names, I thought, wait a minute. I think we might have done that already. Yeah, but. poor Bob Cummings, man. He played the. If he would have just played Hayden and Kirk's non-conference, he, he would have made. Oh, he sure. would have made it. Here. I think he would have gotten over the hump. I do too. I think he would have had a six and five, a seven and four season, and but he just their non-conference schedule was brutal. Yeah, we had some pretty good players, you know, Joe Devlin, Jim Jensen, Rodney Wellington, Andre uh, Jackson. Yeah, there was, you know, a couple of guys played in the pros for Rod Walters. Yeah, no, yeah, there. Earl yeah, Dowdit. Sure. Earl Dowdit. Earl Dowdit, Jimmy uh, Caldwell. Yeah, no, there were some great players back then. And Andre Jackson, yeah. Hayden always, but, uh, Hayden always said it too. When they got here, there were some great players waiting on defense. Were there 16 of them played for Hayden that started in the Rose Bowl that Cummings recruited? I, I believe so. I, I, guys like Pat Dean. Yeah, no, there was a lot of those guys. And yeah, Hayden Mel was Cole. quick to acknowledge that, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Mel Cole was in my brother's recruiting class. They were in Cummings' last recruiting class, the 78 class. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yep. Hey, thanks for the call. No, that's yeah. interesting because, um, yeah, when you think about it, UCLA, Nebraska, Pinch, those used to be these big non-conference opponents that Iowa would play. Now they're all in the conference. It's just it's it's fascinating the way things are this has all happened in a year i mean and and think back to to 1981 hayden's uh, the resurrection year for the program really um Beat UCLA started off with ucla and then lost to Iowa State. Well, no, they and, oh no, or was it Nebraska? They first? beat Nebraska ten to seven. Lost, lost Iowa, Iowa State twenty three to twelve. Then beat UCLA beat twenty U- to yeah. seven. And both UCLA and Nebraska were top ten. And the, Iowa State back then was pretty good. Yeah, but was that Crutchfield and them. Yeah, yeah, Iowa still Donnie Duncan. Iowa still lost a couple times to Iowa State back then when they probably shouldn't have. But they were not like lousy. 
I mean, they were pretty good, so you could at least justify the losses to an extent. But yeah, that um, twenty to seven, ten to seven, that was that nineteen eighty one defense. Man, and so, but UCLA. I mean, Chip Kelly's their coach right now, right? Yeah, I think so. But they've been pretty mediocre to yeah, average they have. for a while. They've but been like a roller said, coaster. You get the right guy there now with the Big Ten affiliation. They could and they could explode. Now, can UCLA and USC both be big powerhouses at the same time? Yeah, we've seen that before. So, but Lincoln Riley, the moment he took that job, I was convinced that he was going to win. But he's probably thinking, well, my job just got a little harder. Well, and it did much harder. Uh huh. I mean, he leaves Oklahoma to go to the big to Pac-12, where his toughest competition year in and year out is going to be what Oregon and what? You know, playing in the big house in November ain't any fun, folks. No. no. And the Pac-12 doesn't have anything close to Ohio State. No. So this is going to be an interesting dynamic for USC football, how they handle this. Because this is happening in two years. Yeah. It's not like this is, you know, like we see those schedules like Iowa. Ten years out. Iowa adds some opponent to the 2029 schedule. This is 2024. That's how quick this is going to be. It's going to bring about uh, maybe a cure to cancer. You think How? All the adding to the, oh, all the research institutions. All the research. That would be great. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? What, a cure to cancer? If they cured cancer. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and then the monkey pox would just take us all. <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not playing the monkey pox. Yeah, I'm not, I really, not going to do it. What about the, Why aren't you going to do it? I'm not, not going to get a vaccine. No like, monkey pox. Well, monkey pox, you got Sound like you got a chimp on your shoulder. <laughs> Monkeypox, you can't get it from breathe. I mean, don't you have to rub up against somebody and exchange fluids? And well, how many times does that happen to me? None. <laughs> well, I read a some guy. There was something on the internet I read, and this guy and he he had big pus things all over. And I, I, monkeypox are gross. I feel bad for monkeys. He, why, he, why can't you get them? I am not going to do it. I'm not playing monkeypox. <laughs> I'm not going to get a monkeypox. No pox more vaccine. pandemics. No more. Why? Are they doing monkeypox vaccines? No, I don't think they're so. They're going to. I'm not going to. No, they're going are to. They really? Yes. You can avoid them. It's pretty easy to avoid the monkeypox. <laughs> Just fake left and then run right? No, it's it's pretty, a little, it's pretty easy to avoid the monkeypox. Monkeypox will be the next ba- addition to the big test. Oh, there'll be a band. <laughs> you think there's a band already called the monkeypox? See? Well, there will be soon. That wouldn't be. A, you think that'd be a bad name for a band? No, the Monkey Pox. It'd be a or just Monkey Pox. A little acoustic trio. There you go. Hey, hey, we got Monkey Pox. No, I, you, I think it would just be Monkey Pox, not the Monkey Pox. Uh, monkey Pox band. So, do you think you will go? Yes, let's... it's Norwegian. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So you think let's it say was I, actually formed in Miami oh, Beach, and they moved to Norway. Yeah, that's a little odd. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Let's say Iowa in 2024. We find out Iowa's playing UCLA football on a Saturday night, seven o'clock, pack Pacific Coast time. Could you see you and Ann packing away for one of those for a weekend, or is it just too expensive? You are going to be bitching up the storm because it'll be ten o'clock. <laughs> Well, I'll hire well the thing that that would make it more attractive to us is we have a lot of family out True. there, and but you wouldn't you would if you did it you'd have to fly right. I mean the drive oh, yeah. would, it would be a oh, four day it's yeah. a four day round yeah. trip drive. Yeah, yeah. So you'd I, have to fly. I would think so. 
So it's going to be interesting to see how. I don't really want to drive across country either. To see a football game. Well, what does this do to the Hawkeyes? Are they going to still travel? They can't travel by bus. Oh, no. They, they no. lie. I mean, it's going yeah. to be expensive. But. Yeah. What do you think with the $110 compare- million dollar checks going to help? Yeah, it's going to dwarf in comparison <laughs> to the amount Dufray. of television revenue they're going to get. <laughs> Hello. I don't know if it's old or not, but did you see that Iowa quarterback throw that 70-yard pass at Peyton Yeah, it was Peters. Yeah, was, wasn't, that was wow. Peters. Yeah, well, yeah, we know he's got a How strong old? arm. And speaking of him, I just exchanged. He's going to get back to us after the 4th of July, and he's going to come on. I, oh, great. He still hasn't finalized the date. But, you know, that was Spencer. He's got a very strong arm. I, I wish they could figure out ways to better take advantage of it. I mean, it, it didn't go straight down the field. It went up through the clouds and back down. No, it was it like was a Reggie Ruby making... punt. Yeah, and yes. every other quarterback was in shock. Yeah, no, he's, he's got a cannon. Nate Stanley had the same thing. So you don't think Penn State will take a bus to USC? Well, the baseball what team. What about Rutgers? The baseball team may. How are they going <laughs> to? I mean, Iowa baseball, a lot of these baseball teams do a lot more. But like Iowa baseball bus to Michigan State. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think Penn State baseball is going to bust to L.A.? I mean, you can't do no, that. No, you can't. That's too much time. They're going to have to fly. They're going to have to come up with, I believe, they think that all the revenue they're going to be making, they'll have the money to pay. But it's going to cost a ton for these non-revenue sports to travel if they're going to compete. How long How long of a flight is it from Penn State to L.A.? I'm guessing it would be five hours round, straight I, through. I would say. Probably. Roughly. Straight through. Yeah. Well, yeah, wow. at least. At least. I mean, I've never flown straight through from here to L.A. I've always had a – but how would it be straight through from here to L.A.? From three, Cedar Rapids to yeah, L.A.? Yeah, about three to four, three hours. Well, it's – to Vegas, it's it's three. So to L.A. Yeah. it'd be about – It's a, L.A. and Vegas are, are reasonably close. Reasonably close. It'd be about three and a half, three, yeah. four. four. Did, yeah. Did, did you know this was coming down? I mean, no. that's a pretty good kept secret. No, how I did, did not know. That? I did not know this was coming down at all. I mean, it all happened in one day. Well, it didn't. Well, it didn't, but I know what you mean. It was yeah. reported all in one day. Yeah. Some guy named John Wilmer, yeah, J-O-N, did. all of a sudden he pops up on my, I'm like, what's this? I'm like, oh, great. I mean, uh, we'd already had enough with Proctor, and now we got this. First thing I did was think of myself, of course. And, <laughs> and it, they kind of bothered, they bothered, it was bothersome at times. Too much going on on a, huh. on a Thursday in yeah. late June. Well, at least they didn't wait till Friday True. night. True, to the Friday 5 o'clock drop. Yeah. 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 Well, have a good day, guys. Yep. Hey, thanks. I will say it did help for a little traffic on what is usually a – I mean, there are a few weekends where traffic is slower than the July 4th weekend. I would I mean, imagine people just right. check out, and I get it. Yeah. I mean, I get it. But this was – I think the timing of this – someone wanted John Wilner to get that. I mean, I don't I, – I, they wanted it out, don't you think? I think the Big Ten and them wanted this out when it came out. <clears throat> Must have. Hello. Hi. Uh, so bear with me. I just tuned in. But have you guys spoke of any message boards for USC, UCLA? Have you guys seen anything? I have not. I, I'm not a message board person, but, Tom, have you seen? I, no, I'm not. I have not. Interested seen. enough to. You mean as far as, like, what are, the, are they, like, happy with the move or uh, is that what yeah, happier. No, I, I, mean, I would guess they are. And stuff. I would think that they would be happy with it because the Pac-12. I mean, that there's yeah. not a lot there. Sure. Well, they are. Well, I just picture them as a bunch of wine babies. They're going to get almost. Oh, I'm sure be, there's some bitching. They're going to get almost three times what they make uh, off a of television. Oh, I know. 
it's, I it's mean, mind-boggling. It's almost, yeah, yeah, it's just huge. Yeah. And and the other the other question was, and you know, it might be uh, ignorance on my part, but does this help Iowa recruiting at all? You know, I mean, do you, people kids go to schools to play specific competition or? You know, like I, I want to play against them so they didn't take me type scenarios. I mean, I, I don't I'm going to say so. probably not much. Yeah. Maybe it, maybe there's by go, if Iowa goes out and has a great game in 2025 out against USC in football, some kid out there may, wow, look at this. But I don't think all of a sudden they're going to start landing oh, four well. stars. I think it's going to make it harder. Uh, and, Ultimately. And you, I would be more tempted that, that way. step, yeah, if it was going to be more difficult because there's – well, it's going to make those teams better. It's going to make USC and UCLA better. And it's going to make it harder for Iowa to ever win the conference in football. Oh, not question. Yeah. And basketball. And baseball. baseball and track. track. Wrestling, no. So do we do we go and uh, is it another lottery or whatever where we mix up the divisions? And uh, I'm not sure how they're going to do it. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't think they're going to keep the divisions. I've been hearing for a while that they were going to, and maybe those rumors about those divisions coming to an end were part of the the progression of releasing this stuff. But I'm not sure how they're going to. Sure. Do it. The little pod thing makes yeah. a certain level of sense to me because they're not done. I, the, I think the Big Ten wants more. They want Notre Dame. I think if they could add Notre Dame and Oregon right now, I think they'd obviously. I think they'd do it in a heartbeat. Yeah, I do too. I think. And why would? Right on. Thanks, guys. Yep, thank, thank you. you. Well, because. Notre Dame makes a lot on their own. They do, but they don't make as much as you think. Because we looked it up one time, and wasn't it less than... We were surprised. We were surprised. You looked it up. But but there is still some mystique to having your own television. And trust me, Notre Dame's not hurting for money. I know there's some people reaching out to me saying, Notre Dame needs the Big Ten a lot more than the Big Ten. Well, I think it's creeping closer to that, but I'm not sure Notre Dame feels that way yet. But I do believe USC and UCLA needed the Big Ten more than the... I think they both needed each other a lot. The Pac-12, though, this will also give those schools, if you can just overlook the travel um, burden, they're going to be doing a lot of performing on TV in primetime now. One of the biggest complaints with these, exactly. I never see them play. They play at 10 o'clock at night. No, we, we don't. That's ending now in a lot of ways. They're going to be a lot of games, and they're, they're going to be playing Indiana basketball on a Tuesday at 7 o'clock in primetime. Yeah. Now it's going to be 5 o'clock out there. Yeah. It's going to be weird for the people out there. So, I mean, I'm excited in, in a lot of ways about it. But, yeah, it, it's going to make things harder for Iowa. For teams like oh, Iowa. What, teams like Iowa, exactly. What about Bill Walton? I tweeted that my chances of having a beer with him at Deadwood, I think, have improved. But probably not. Have increased. Well, people said there's no way he'll come here. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, it'll depend on how much Bill Walton wants to keep working. Because, I, I mean, guys, I don't know what to make of the Pac-12 conference in, in two years. They, If they don't do something to figure out a way to replace those schools, I mean, how are they going to exist and be taken seriously as a conference? Well, it, there's a couple of things they can do. They can um, get Big 12 teams. Absorb but the who's left remainder. In the Big 12, who's left in the Big 12? No, nobody of consequence. That's what I'm saying. They're gone already. Yeah. So... I mean, it's so. Do you like they never? You know, it's their own fault. They never really marketed it. No, well. you're right. They never. They, so do maybe try to hook up with the ACC teams. Um, you'd have a you know kind of a pretty much a coast to coast league if you did that. I wonder if you're in the Pac-12 if you t- reach out to the SEC and Big. T- okay, we give up. Let's make super conferences. You can have our teams. Where, what are we going to do? And then you come up with. T- 
but you'd need more than 24. I mean, let's see, Pac-12, I mean, what, do you, what are we looking at? Um, 16, 32, 44. You're looking at roughly 50, between 55 and 60 teams if you're going to appease the five Power Five conferences and turn those into two conferences. I mean, I think eventually that may be the only route the Big 12 and the Pac-12 are going to be able to have to survive because I just don't see the the SEC and Big Ten are getting so much more powerful team-wise, revenue-wise, to where the conferences are going to be so unequal. In a lot well, of and the other thing is, is even if the Big 12 remainder and the Pac-12 remainder do find a way to merge, the television markets aren't really there. And the teams aren't really there. And no, no, not. no, I know. That's why I'm thinking eventually they're going to have to have a meeting of the mind and say, guys, listen, we got to do something. we got to let them basically know that we're willing to do whatever it takes to get with them. I mean, we still got a couple years before I think it gets to that point. But, yeah, this these next two to five years are going to be fascinating. I, I mean, it's going to be – there's going to be so many changes. Yeah. No, it's just been uh, – a very interesting 24 hours, or not even 24 hours yet. You know, they do those maps where they show the conferences and how they look. Yeah. You got all those big t- – I mean, and all of a sudden you go – I mean, I understand Penn State's a long ways, but to go from Nebraska to L.A., <laughs> that's, a, that's a significant stretch. And what's interesting, Nebraska made a living recruiting in California during their – some guy reached out to me about my, hey, be careful, Nebraska. And he starts bringing up the 90s and the 80s. I'm like, okay, that's 30 so years ago. But Nebraska did – they were great at recruiting California football players under it's Tom true. Osborne. So it'll be interesting to see. But, but now that Nebraska mystique is so far gone. I mean – but I'm fascinated to see what Lincoln Riley and USC are going to do football-wise in the Big Ten. So what about Colorado? What about them? Do you think uh, – I haven't seen them mentioned as a possible I've seen them a couple times mentioned. Somebody put out some tweet that had listed six more teams from the Pac-12 that were rumored to be wanting in the Big Ten. Washington, Washington State, Stanford, Oregon, Colorado, and I think Utah. Okay, then if that is true, which I don't know if it is, then the Pac-12, the teams that are there don't even want to be there anymore. So – I mean, they've got serious problems. So that would be just about everybody except for the Arizona teams. Yes, and then maybe they would go with the Big 12s. Yeah, maybe they'd they be would. a lot closer location-wise. But, I mean, Arizona and Arizona State, no disrespect, they're not UCLA and USC. No. They're just not. I tell you, that trip to Arizona, was <sighs> it, it was one of the most mean. alien experiences I've ever had in my life. And Tucson, just, I, I remember, I'm like, Tucson – did nothing for me. No. I would not have. Now, Arizona State's campus in Tempe, have you been there? Mm, not really. It was better. I just liked it better than Tucson just seemed kind well, of dirty. I, it just didn't work for me. What, 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 one of the bowls, bowl, Insight Bowl, was that at Arizona State's? No, it was the, um, the Sun Bowl. No, what was? No, the Insight. Yeah, was it the Insight Bowl? It might have been Arizona Because we played State. Arizona State. Remember, they played them in 04. And uh-huh. got beat. That was at – there is a bowl game at that stadium. Is that where – I can't remember if that was – I, I did, was even at the game. I, right? I was too. I covered the one inside bowl with Bob Stoops. I just don't remember where it was. Was that kind I, of where the, the stadium it, was kind of elevated? It's in Phoenix. Yeah, remember um, – And were you at the 04 game when they got killed? No. no. That was weird because on the way to the stadium, it rained so hard for like five minutes. 
And, and I remember people there, God, it never rains. And it just poured. And then, of course, the game was 44 to. Was that the Walner Bellius? Yeah. The best part of that game, and I've told this story before. Remember Pete McMahon, offensive lineman? Uh-huh. We were, he was being, I think Andy Hamilton from the, was interviewing him. And Pete's like, well, you know, we didn't come down here to lose 44 to nothing. And Andy Hamilton's like, well, actually, you lost 44 to 7. And McMahon's like, well, you know what I mean. <laughs> it was, it was, I laughed so hard when I, it was the way Hamilton just calmly, well, you got beat 44 to 7. But that was a weird game. And I watched the whole thing. Then they went and got beat pretty soundly at Michigan the week. You remember Tate's helmet came off, and then they didn't. I was lose. at that. Game then they didn't lose again. So you went from Arizona to Michigan. I didn't. We did not go to the. Oh, Arizona. you watched the Arizona yes. game. Yes, okay. but for a few years we could have played Alford. Yeah. No, we yeah. we drove all night to get to Michigan. Cindy Lopper. And I was yeah. introduced to the song. greatest tail drink, tailgate drink ever. What's that? It was. Uh, Vodka and Red Bull. Okay. I mean, two minutes after you drink that, it's you're flying. Well, yeah, because you're using you've got stimulants and depressants just going at it. It was happening. Your system. And I'd been up all night. So how many did you have? Just one. Like I, I had several. So is this uh, this is good with a guy with high blood pressure? So this addition to the Big Ten is it going to affect your drinking at all? Uh, not a, not at all. Okay. <laughs> Might have to stay up later. Yeah. So for some up. of the Here's West a certain, how many how often do you think like Iowa fans like you people in the Midwest how often do you think they will go to like when Iowa plays USC in, in football? You think there's going to be a lot of that? I No, but you're going to get a lot of the from the out West. there. I get that. Yes. I don't think there's going to be a lot of cross country traveling though. There will be some, but not not like you see for the Rose Bowl games and stuff. It won't be like that. And I don't think there will be as many Iowa fans who make the drive to Michigan. I mean, you can get to Michigan in nine hours from here. I mean, mm-hmm. it's drivable. It is. Whereas that's not drivable. No, it is not. It's not drivable. I mean, some would argue that Penn State's drivable. Yeah, if you're insane. I mean, I remember driving to Ohio when I was with the Press Citizen, three to a car, stinky feet, just miserable. Actually, probably the cheapest way to do the L.A. thing would be to fly to Las Vegas and rent a car and drive to It's that LA much cheaper, there. flights to oh, Vegas? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. So, yeah, and I'm, that's also – I could see stuff like that happen. Uh-huh. Yeah, so – but, but yeah, no, I'll give them credit. They kept this under wraps. Yeah, I was – I'm amazed. And I was just the, – the John Wilner guy, I'd never heard of him before. Usually Pete Fame – you know, the, it's usually the same suspects that – get this story, but this guy had it. He was the first of anyone, and then, of course, the AP, and then all the others start getting their unnamed sources. To I hadn't heard of him, but immediately we started looking at, well, who is this guy? And then, as it turns out, he's very well respected. Oh, especially in that type of conference. He does a lot of yes. stuff with conference realignment, expansion, stuff like that. And he's a, uh, kind who, of the premier guy. For who? Who does he? Was it CBS Sports? Um... I think it was. And he's writes for a newspaper as well. He's got his fingers in a lot of pies. And this is one of his areas of uh, expertise. Yeah, expertise. Yes. CBS Sports. Yeah, uh, confident. Because there's a lot of people that really are interested. Because in, it is dictating the future of college sports. Well, co- it is. And, you know, how much has college sports changed in the last two years? It's, it's extraordinary. Unbelievable. Yep. And I think that's probably Kirk saying, I bet he's thinking, you know, I'm, pro- I'm going to be getting out of this at the right time. Yeah, I, I'm afraid you're right. 
But it's yeah, it's going to make. Who do you think? Okay, which sport do you think all of a sudden at Iowa now just faces the toughest challenge with those two teams? I would say track and field. If you're just, I mean, to to me, the difference mm. in track and field. I'd be curious to see what I would say. Track and field and baseball, partly because of the weather, how they get to prepare. Wrestling the least. Oh, wrestling the least. Yeah. I don't even do USC and UCLA both have wrestling programs. I don't even know. Um, I thought USC did. I'm, you know, I'm not even sure. They, if they do, they haven't done much. Yeah, I'd them. say baseball and track, because I'm, you know, we got to put the non-revenue on an equal footing with the revenue sports when you're trying to answer a question like this. And then after that, I don't know, because it's going to make it hard for football and basketball too. But I just can't get over the challenges that Big Ten teams are going to be facing with track and baseball. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. I mean, think about in January when you're here at Iowa starting to go throw the baseball around over at the football facility, hitting over there and whatever, and then the USC players are just out on their normal – I mean, just mm-hmm. – it's 65 – Tremendous advantage. It's just going to be a tremendous advantage. Yeah. USC does. Uh, UCLA has a wrestling club. Interesting. I wonder if this will... USC regularly competes with California junior colleges like East Los Angeles. Yeah, so, I mean, wrestling, it's, it, this has no bearing at no, all. Yeah. No, it, it has. Now, maybe wrestling will use this as a chance to get exposure by competing out in L.A., maybe. In, I mean, who knows? I mean, because that's what you're trying to do. You're going to try to use this now to push your brand. So. And it might help uh, recruiting for, like, basketball. It could. I mean, it, it could. It's hard to say. It's hard to say, but... From a competition standpoint, things just got a lot harder. Yeah, a lot. A lot harder. Football, basketball, track and field, baseball, soft. Think about softball. Oh, oh my God. I forgot about softball. USC, look up UCLA. See what they did in softball this past year. Isn't, doesn't well, Tom, don't they have the top team I, I, in the country? And doesn't Tom Brady's like niece play? I think she was a phenom for UCLA. I think UCLA, year in and year out, is one, uh, of, is the one of the top I had forgot. Softball, for sure. it might be the biggest challenge. Think about that. Well, and they got a long ways to go as it stands. Well, just uh, to keep yeah. up with Minnesota and the yeah. teams here, let alone USC. US, uh, the UCLA Bruins softball team represents University of California, Los Angeles, in the NCAA Division One softball program. Yes. The Bruins are among the most decorated programs in NCAA softball, leading all schools and championships. Mm. With 12, 13 overall women's college wow. World Series championships, championship game appearances at 22, wow. uh, and NCAA tournament wins uh, with 187. Jesus. They have dominated. It's better than their basketball. <laughs> they have dominated against top programs like Arizona, Washington, and Alabama. Did they say what they finished this past season? So, so, I, 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 had not, yeah, I hadn't thought about hadn't that, thought but yeah, UCLA that. is oh. just primo. And I'm sure USC is good, too. Wow. Yeah. Hello? Hey, um, I just wanted to say uh, that they probably won't be called the uh, Tournament of Champions anymore since all the champions just are about to leave. Well, yeah, actually, that's what Bill Walton <laughs> yes. always called it, the Conference of Champions. But, yeah, no, it's... Sorry, Bill. That's gone. That title's gone. Oh, yeah. All right. Go. All right, thanks. Thanks. Should we take a break and then come back? You, we'll get the answer to this. Sure. And then we'll talk some Caden Proctor recruiting. And we haven't um, 
And there's still Andy Griffith. We'll they find out. They lost to Oklahoma, and I don't get uh, Sundance. When done. Damn. So I'm we not... can't watch Andy Griffith? No, unless you want to cough up another $20. That's how much it would be to get Sundance out here? To get Sundance and the others. Yeah. What, um, good, not, did you like that song by what Gordon you? Lightfoot? No. Sundown. Or Sundown. Oh, tedious. <laughs> Sundance, I think it's a shame yes. when I keep yes. feeling better. Yes. When yes. I'm did you like that song? Pain? Yes, I did. Oh, I didn't mind. Tedious. He hates it. It, it, it. A little tedious. A little tedious. But yeah. Yeah. I, I liked it. Yeah. He played that song by the Killers again. I like that song. That's great. He song. screams a lot in it. He's, he's doing a lot of screaming. They're in killers. I know, but do you want him to, hey, I'm going to kill somebody. Well, I mean... <laughs> Well, it might be better to sneak up on him. You whisper. Well, just like this uh, announcement yesterday. The tar yeah. player was at City High. City I know. High. I, yeah. Oh, and you know the other thing I found out? The screenwriter for The Water Horse, Iowa, graduated from yeah. Iowa's work, Writer's Workshop. We should do a show where we get him on and we get the killer guitar player on and just drill him about the Hawks. See what they say. Who? <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be back. One eight hundred eight hundred Rose. Your FTD florist is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. One eight hundred eight hundred Rose. It's so easy. Just remember one number. One eight hundred eight hundred Rose. Your FTD florist. One eight hundred eight hundred Rose. Remember. For a gift that your loved one will treasure for a lifetime, find it at our family-owned jewelry store in Iowa City, Pertine and Stocker Jewelers. We can show you diamond engagement rings, colored stones, fashion jewelry, and watches. Our jewelers are on site, so we can design jewelry for that special person in your life. We are Hertine and Stocker, serving Iowa City and the surrounding area for three generations. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, downtown Iowa City, and HertineandStockerJewelers.com. Ask for Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate. One of us is always there. Over the years, car keys have gotten extremely complex. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can generate the most technically advanced automotive keys on the market today. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can produce most conventional transponder, sidewinder, and remote-headed keys. If you've lost the keys to your car or simply need a duplicate, call 330-9185. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars has the technology to keep you on the road. Call 330-9185 and schedule an appointment today. Get ready for a pizza experience like no other. Alba Brothers Pizzeria features high-quality ingredients combined with traditional pizza technique. From their New York-style thin crust, Chicago-style deep dish, to stuffed pizza when you want it. Alba's pizzas are handmade and cooked in stone deck ovens. Check out the carryout special. Either a two-topping extra-large thin crust or single-topping large deep dish pizza pie for only $11.99. Talbot, South Gilbert and Iowa City, Cross Park Road in Coralville. Check Facebook for specials and get 15% off your first delivery or carryout order by signing up online at BalboBrothersPizza.com. Balbo Brothers Pizza, buy the pie or buy the slice. Hi, this is Patrick Eads, owner of Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln of Iowa City. At some point, your vehicle is going to need maintenance or service work done. And Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln, Iowa City is the place to go. Here's why. Here the people make the difference. Fixing cars is what we do, but it's the people here that make the difference. Great people who live right here in the community who are really good at fixing vehicles. The longevity of our staff cannot be compared. More than half of the employees at Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln have been here for over a decade. Our mechanics have more than 150 years of combined experience. Service advisors having over 90 years of combined experience. We not only service Fords and Lincolns, but all brands. Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln is proud to offer the most competitive pricing in the area. 
We work hard to keep the labor costs down at a time when everything else is going up. If you haven't had a chance to see why our people make a difference, give us a try the next time you need work done. At Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln on the corner of Mormon Truck Boulevard and Highway 1 Iowa City, DearyFord.com, here for you. GT Car, owner of Supel Siding and Remodeling, offers service and quality that is unmatched in the area. At Supel Siding and Remodeling, their trained professionals will install and guarantee the products used in any size job done. Regardless of the project, Supel Siding and Remodeling will stand behind their quality products and installation with exceptional customer service. Whether it's a window replacement, a kitchen remodel, or a house addition, our employees are committed to quality. Visit sales at suples.net or call 337-2246. Car won't steer? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair work in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs. Brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventive maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't steer, See Premier Automotive in North Liberty. Don't let just anyone take care of your smile. At Diamond Dental, you can expect compassion, expertise, and a personalized care plan to protect your teeth for life. With more than 30 years of combined experience, Dr. Forbes and his staff are prepared to tackle even your toughest dental problems, leaving your smiles healthy and sparkling. Diamond Dental offers a full range of general and cosmetic dentistry as well as dental treatment options for snoring and sleep apnea. It's never too early to start thinking about what's best for your smile. Schedule an appointment today by calling 319-390-3703 or visiting the office at 5815 Consul Street Northeast, Suite D1 in Cedar Rapids. You can also visit DiamondDentalPC.com for more information. Dr. Forbes is a proud sponsor of the Hawkeye Wrestling Club and the Inner Circle. Let the Diamond Dental team provide superior care for your entire family. Dear U of I, just a note to let you know, if you're ever thinking about selling Kinnick Stadium or Carver Hawkeye Arena, please consider Hawkeye Title and Settlement. We're here to provide efficient, high-quality real estate title and closing services. Signed, Hawkeye Fan Forever, and send. Hi, this is Steve Anderson with Hawkeye Title and Settlement. Whether it's a large commercial property or if you're buying your first home, remember, we're here to help. Hawkeye Title and Settlement Services of Iowa City. You'll love our team just like you love the Hawks. Henry's Painting in Coralville is your premier painting source that offers free estimates, fair pricing, and quality work. Owner Henry Herrera is an Iowa City West alum who uses only Sherwin-Williams products for his projects. With warmer weather upon us, it's time to consider exterior repaint jobs for your home or business. Henry's Painting can help you find and change your tones and colors for a fresh look. For more information, go to the Henry's Painting and Contracting website, henryspaintingcontract.com. You can also go to their Facebook page or give Henry's Painting a call at 319-333-9796. That's 319-333-9796. Henry's Painting, they don't cut corners, they paint them. Downtown Iowa City's best new restaurant and bar is Players Sports Bar and Grill. From Big Burger Mondays, Tex-Mex Tacos, and a variety of soups, salads, and vegetarian options as well. Players Sports Bar and Grill also features their famous Chicago Dog and the Iowa Dog. 
an all-beef bacon-wrapped hot dog smothered in corn relish, bacon, and ranch. Located at 219 Iowa Avenue, Players Sports Bar and Grill has both socially distanced dine-in and carry-out through Chomp Delivery. Daily deals and full menu options are on the website, playersic.com, or place an order at 319-800-2199. That's 319-800-2199. Players Sports Bar and Grill, great food craft cocktails, and the ultimate place to watch your favorite sporting event. Rise and dine at the Ox Yoke Inn. Hi, this is Abby, and I'll be serving breakfast your way, family style. Pass the bowls and platters around or order off the menu. There's so many choices. Eat hearty or light, the choice is yours. Serving breakfast Saturday and Sunday, 8 until 10 a.m. Take the easy drive just 20 minutes from Cedar Rapids and Coralville. Go to oxyokin.com or just stop in to see me at the Oxyokin in the heart of Amana. The From the Hurting and Stalker Studios in the heart of the Hawkeye Nation, this is the mighty 1630 KCJJ Iowa City. Hurting and Stalker making memories, making an isolated shower or thunderstorm is possible this morning. Otherwise, partly cloudy today. It's going to be cooler and less humid. Our high right around 84. The wind will be north at 5 to 15. Tonight, partly cloudy. 64 tomorrow. It'll be partly cloudy with a slight chance of an afternoon or nighttime thunderstorm. 85 tomorrow. On Sunday, partly cloudy. Quite a bit more humid with a high of 88 on the 4th of July. Scattered thunderstorms. Muggy. High of 89. I'm meteorologist Sean Cable on the mighty 1630 KCJJ. Right now, it is 76. KCJJ. Weather brought to you by Plum Supply. Plum Supply kitchens and baths. Your home never looks so beautiful. We are back. We are back. We're back. Back, 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 back. With 25 more minutes to 25 more minutes. Take this to another level or shred it. We could do both. Speaking of shredding, always mowing. Is he mowing right? Is he still in the chat room? He is. Uh, no, he is back to mowing. And he may have been mowing. Yeah. Well, he he's got been, a headset. He's got a headset. He? he may have just had you yeah. on. A, yeah. You can be on the chat room in your cell phone oh, game yeah. if you know how yeah. to work oh, it. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. I'm guessing he was still mowing. He's mowing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's always Always mowing. mowing. When it rains, mowing. Mowing. Lightning. Mowing. Sadly, mowing. He won't <laughs> heed our warnings. He keeps mowing, right? What about a, during a blizzard? Blizzard. Mowing. Yeah, uh, pushing snow. Plowing. <laughs> He's plowing. He's plowing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Lost in the shuffle yesterday. Absolutely, completely lost in the shuffle. Uh, Lisa Bluter got a, a new recruit for next year. I, I, that's first I've heard it. That shows you how yeah. lost it was. Kenise Johnson Etienne. From Plainfield, Illinois, she's a point guard. What, and there you go. Do we know like who she pick Iowa over? Not, her offer list wasn't very good. It was uh, mo- there was one power five like a Wake Forest or someone like that. When, I'm sure she probably tweeted it, didn't she? The girl. Now I gotta try to yeah. find. I gotta try to find it, but. But yeah, I didn't. I was not even aware of that. But no, her offer list. You know, with Butler, it wasn't a a primo. Uh, offer list. Well, they've shown that they can have success with unheralded. I mean, it's easy to go to Megan Gustafson. She wasn't a yeah, big, no, exactly. big So um, they need point guards. So we'll see what happens. Good for them. And 
I mean, the Proctor thing sort of got lost. I mean, it there was all did. the hype when he committed, but I think part of it was, though, I don't think anyone from Iowa was surprised. I think they maybe they were surprised it happened so quickly, but he visited last week. This thing, if you look back at it, the, and he told Kirk on the 26th. I, uh, I saw an interview. One of the TV stations in Des Moines interviewed him out at the school, and he said that he had let Kirk know before he left on the 26th that he was committing, and – he said Kirk was stunned and I, I, like he, he made it sound like he maybe like dropped his bottle of water or something and says, that's crazy or whatever. But, yeah, he let him know that. So And he talked about how NIL was not a factor at all. He goes, he's just not. Because I've seen reports that somebody was saying that he was going to make a million a year at Alabama. Who knows? I mean, the problem with reports like that is it's all one-sided. It's hard to get mm-hmm. the actual facts to know. Because Nick Saban will come out and say, we don't offer any recruits until they get to camp. You know? So mm-hmm. a lot of it's semantics, too. But he just says NIL was not a factor. It came down to the school and the coaches. That's what he was saying. And I, I think that's great, and I think that is, but I still think Wampa, having Wampa there. Might have been the X factor. Well, I think with Wampa, <laughs> no, with all the offers, Wampa, with all the, I hadn't thought about that. Wampa turned down the same schools to stay at Iowa, and I think that showed Caden, wow, he's doing that. Iowa's great at developing D-backs. He's doing it. He believes in it. Iowa, they're best at developing D-backs, tight ends, and, and offensive linemen. Yep. Those three positions. And now, devil's advocate, I had somebody reach out to me. They were joking, of course, like, you know, this is great, but sure, wouldn't it be a lot better if Caden Proctor was a five-star, I mean, a five-star receiver? I guess, in a way, um, you could say that, but because Iowa does seem to find good offensive linemen wherever. But the line wasn't very good last year. Well, the line's rarely very good. Yeah. When is the line very good? 2002. Yeah, and I don't think they. I don't think even 2002 averaged 200. When's the last time Iowa averaged 200 yards rushing? Yeah, I can't remember the last time. So maybe this will be a, ch- a change in that regard. Because I mean, in three days they got a four star and a five star. But Kirk rebuilt this program early on, guys, with unheralded offense. One of the n- narratives with Kirk early on is why can't he get star offensive line? Remember that? Yeah. That went on for years. And then until you got Dace Richardson, you get Mike Jones from Illinois. Those were big. Recruits, but most of these guys, Marshall Yanez, Robert Gallery, Eric Steinbeck, most of these guys were not phenom recruits. That's happening more now. Mm-hmm. He's doing that more now. That's what's impressive. The fact that Kirk, he's going to be 67 here in a month, exactly a month from now, he'll be 67. And to me, he's recruiting linemen, offensive linemen, better than he ever has as the Iowa coach. So th- there were a couple other offensive linemen that were here for the senior day a couple weeks ago or a week ago. A week ago, and one's committed, Trevor Lout. And a couple of them ended up going yeah, the one elsewhere. The, Chris Tarek, that's the one we the thought. Wisconsin one? He went, he went to Wisconsin, and wasn't there a Howland, London, Landon Howland or something like I that? I think he's still on the board. He's still he? on the board, but the people that follow it close to me thought he maybe, was it Alabama? Or not, not Alabama, maybe Miami um, or possibly. something. But, but no, the, the people that follow it closely for me and know a lot more about They were surprised at Chris Tarek. They thought Iowa was going to get him. But mm-hmm. you get I mean, to get Trevor Lauk and um, Caden Proctor out of this, that's pretty good. Pretty what good. they need, they need they need to get some receivers. They need to get another receiver. They we need do. to get some skill players in the 23 class. I think they're doing just fine with interior. They need to get some skill players. Now, the receiver, I was not surprised he picked Purdue. He's from 
Indianapolis, Purdue throws the ball way more than Iowa does. That one did I would have been surprised if he had picked Iowa. Yeah, and I think the tight end recruit Purdue is going to Purdue as well. I can't remember which his one. Name. There's so many. Um, I mean, we've we've. I mean, Hawk Fanatic this month we did like 14 recruiting stories. We had a ton of stuff. And is it the kid from St. Louis, Orworth, Ortworth, who just visited um, here? Nate? Another guy. The other. Okay, I I can't keep. Up. I can't. I can't remember. If I, I had my phone, I would look it up. I can't keep up with them all. But no, they it. need they need to get a they need to get another receiver. Right now, they got Alex Moda, the kid from Marion who's coming in as a receiver. He's played quarterback and mostly D-back up until now, but I thought Iowa was going to start him off at defensive back, but they're going to start him at receiver, and I understand. I believe they've only got six receivers on scholarship right now, don't they? God, that's frightening, isn't it? That's well, I mean, <laughs> it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I mean, I know Tyrone Tracy and wasn't playing as much as he wanted to, and Charlie obviously was missing something there, but both of those guys, if they were on the team this year, would play. Yeah. Tyrone played a lot. He just never caught any balls. There were times when Tyrone and Keegan were in, and they had multiple sets. Tyrone just didn't catch a lot of balls. He kind of and he did have some some drops. Had some drops, and I think that kind of maybe hurt the trust factor and what have you. But it'll be interesting to see how those guys do at Purdue. I mean, you think they both get over forty catches? I think um, Charlie will. I don't think Tracy will. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, because. I think I think Tyrone's maybe a better receiver. I think Charlie's obviously a better returner. So, I mean, because, I mean, Charlie never, Charlie caught, what, 23 balls at Iowa last year? I mean, I Charlie, that sounds I mean, right. yeah, he did. I mean, he he never really made a huge impact as a receiver at Iowa, and he was still listed behind Nico Regini. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Well, we'll see, obviously. Um Obviously, both of them feel they have a better chance to succeed at Purdue. It certainly won't look good for Iowa if they both go there and catch 50 balls and Purdue beats Iowa again and the Iowa offense continues to sputter. I'm hoping something happens on offense. I I would love to see Spencer Petras have a good final senior season just to kind of get some of these people off his back. I hope it can happen. He's got to get – his line's got to be better. His line's got to be better. He's got to be better. Well, Sure. And he he knows that. He, and those two things do go hand in hand. Yes, though. without question. The running that game's got to be better. Yeah. I mean, they average 120 rushing yards a game. Yeah, that's just not enough. Hopefully, maybe Caden Proctor will help make a difference. It'd be nice if they could average 175 to 200. If they could just average 175 to 200 a game, that would change all their fortunes on offense. It would make play action so much easier with Petrus, and he needs play action. Mm-hmm. So, um so, yeah, it's going to be interesting to, to see what happens. So we've got just a little over two months till the first game. <laughs> but, hey, it'll be here sooner than you know it. People are uh, uh, are strange. People are strange. Yes, they are. Faces look ugly. pissed off people about the uh, addition of USC and UCLA. Why? I don't know. Uh, real Ackerman doesn't like it. Uh, Chris... Chris Hotchkiss, you would know. I know Chris. I'm not Chris. happy with the news. Uh, what is their reasons? I'm curious. Uh, no doubt it's for only for the almighty dollar. Well, of course. Well, you that's know, the game. But it's a business. will be almost impossible for fans to travel. Well, only the wealthy will go. Can you imagine USC at Rutgers? I think it's plain and simple stupid. That was a song by the motel, wasn't it? Only the wealthy? Only the, the wealthy, wealthy will go. Remember the yeah, motels? And, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, also Roy Orbison. Okay. Right. Only the lonely. 
there is those are all valid points, yeah. but I yeah, they are. I think the conference just says, "Well, sorry guys, but we need the money, we need to modernize, we need to keep up with what's going on." Yeah. I think some fans are also probably a little put off because they know it's just going to be even harder now in football and men's basketball to. Here's to Brian uh, uh, Revers. Can't wait for the UCLA uh, and USC uh, teams to come to Iowa City on a nice, balmy 10 degree day in November. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, maybe Iowa can use that much advantage. It's sure they can. <laughs> oh, I'm sure those. Sure I'm can. sure those. Athletes at USC and UCLA. Now, granted, a lot of them will be gone. It's two years from now, but a lot of them will still be. Think about how dramatically different their competition is going to be now from a weather, travel. Think about that. Competition, too. All those stools up and down the beautiful West Coast, Uh they're not playing them anymore. They're going out to Lincoln, Nebraska, to Iowa City. What do you think? How do you think the the USC football team will – you think they'll embrace champagne? (laughs) It's going to be such a difference for them. Yeah, sure yeah. it is. It's easy to kind of overlook that and only harp on the Big Ten stuff, but man. And I wonder if that might hurt their recruiting in some ways a little it, bit. It might. The thing is, though, it where might. do you go, though? I mean. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, okay, I don't want to go to USC because I don't want to f- spend half my games playing in the Midwest, so I'm going to go to Oregon and be in a terrible conference. I mean, it's just. Unless Oregon's in the Big Ten, too. Well, that's but, just it because right now the Pac-12 is yeah. Is hanging by a thread. Mm-hmm. Sooner or later, don't you have to change the number? I would hope so. Yeah, the names of these conferences are, I mean, it's just all misleading. Yeah. None of them are accurate. Yeah. It's like my algebra test. Fake it's just all name. wrong. Fake names. Fake names. There yeah. you go. Where's fake Ackerman? Another, he's sending, he's, he is M-I-A. loudly with his silence. We don't know what happened. I need water. He is M-I-A. Yeah. So he was calling in when I was gone? Yeah. So maybe he doesn't like me. No, maybe we'd have vacation. You know, or maybe. Maybe. I I hate to say it, maybe. Maybe he's passed. You can't rule it out. No. So we don't know how old he was? No. What kind of health he was in? No. He could have been a 500-pounder for all we know. We don't know. But he's not here. So you guys are worried that fake Ackerman has left this he world? He may have passed. He may have passed. Don't you think somebody who, well, who knows? We don't. We just don't know. Kind of like conference expansion. We just don't know. No. Uh-oh. Hello. Hey, just thinking about USC uh, coming to <laughs> Iowa City in the, the fall. Mm-hmm. A few years ago, Pat Hayden. I think he was the AD mm-hmm. at USC for a while. Yes. He uh, had been talking about playing a night game at Washington and how they were all worried about it was going to get cold. And they asked him what it was going to get down to, and he said 60 degrees. <laughs> they had rented heated benches. At 60 heated. degrees? Yeah, 60. it's going to be a whole new world. <laughs> it is going yeah. to be a whole new world for those USC and UCLA athletes. Absolutely. Interesting. So they got heaters, and it was going to get down to 60 degrees. Yeah. Jesus. But it was a cold 60. But, yeah, no, it's going to be interesting to see how this impacts USC. I'm I'm sure there's – don't you think there's probably some fans out there? "Ah, 
that needs some convincing that this is God, good. Gonna have to play Iowa, Indiana, Indiana, and Purdue. Who cares? Of course there are. Yeah, I mean it's just. <laughs> but had you told me yesterday that the Big Ten's going to announce two major programs joining the conference, I would not have said USC or UCLA. No, I wouldn't either. I would not have. Uh, what would you? Well, I would like to have said Notre Dame, but I wouldn't have. Just, um, I would have probably guessed. I know. I still think there's got to be a way to get Missouri in the Big Ten, but I'm not sure who I would have guessed. I. I don't think I would have guessed Iowa State or Kansas or no. Kansas. I'm not sure who no. I would have guessed. Oregon, maybe. I don't think I would have guessed a West Coast team. That's what surprised me. I would maybe Virginia. I so maybe a Virginia, something like that. Yeah, because uh, their name has come up. Or a Syracuse, something like. Yeah, I, 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 but I would not have guessed USC and UCLA. I just wouldn't have. No, but what a what a coup! Coup, coup! It was a coup. Well, this really puts yeah, it puts ESPN at a disadvantage too. Well, because some people are saying Fox is behind. All, is behind this. Yes, that's right. Well, Fox has got a lot to say. It's the money. Yeah, and they're saying I that mean, Fox is the reason they're doing yeah. this. And ESPN's not going to get any of these games. Well, that means uh, we're very to... little. It's a war. And yeah. Fox has those, what, five-minute timeouts? I mean, you can just yeah. you can rearrange your priorities during those timeouts. They're so long. The Fox TV games are long. I mean, uh, they are. Long and painful. But this is just all about making money. And they can push the win, graduate, and do it right stuff. But come well, on, ESPN will get you know the lesser games. Well, they well they've got the yeah. SEC. Yeah. So yeah, no, they just signed the SEC. Yeah. SEC. Okay, you're yeah. So I mean, that's their baby, and boy, you watch that during the football season. That's all they care and about, and that's the reason the SEC did that. Uh, yes. TV is basically dictating college sports uh, uh, right now. D- definitely. Some people. Well, what is? What do you think will get the biggest ratings now? I mean, the SEC is contained to. It one depends on which game, but overall, that's area. a good question. I mean, you're gonna. I mean, USC plays Ohio State in football. That's gonna get blockbuster. Just like Alabama playing yeah. Oklahoma. Yeah, blockbuster. Yeah. So it's gonna be interesting, though. Is well, like USC plays at Indiana on eleven o'clock. What kind of ratings that type of game gets? Nothing. I don't think it will. I, I don't think it will register with a lot of No, it won't move the needle. I don't think it will. Get, SEC will get less ratings, though, on even their big games than, than you know, the Big Ten on Fox. I mean, do I think USC Indiana will draw better than Rutgers Indiana? Oh, yes. Without question. Yes. But I don't think it will be anything dramatic. Uh-uh. What's going to be interesting is the Big Ten kickoff luncheon coming up here later on this month, I think most of it's going to be spent talking about something that's not going to happen for two years. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how much of a distraction that's going to be and how much the Big Ten focuses on that. Because when you do this, you want to focus on the now. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee you there's going to be reporters just salivating to get more on. Because some people in the media love this stuff. It's expansion, realignment. It drives them. Because it's only been, it hasn't even been 24 hours since it was announced. They formally announced it uh, last, last night. Last night. At uh, 8, like 8.30. Well, it started to come out in pieces. I, yeah. I saw like USC's yeah. Twitter feed acknowledged it, then UCLA. Then finally the big team came out, so it, it was a gradual So we haven't heard any, nobody, none of the coaches have weighed in that I've seen in. Oh, Gary Barta, they got statements. Gary Barta, Gary Barta got his. Um, my I, guess is 
I wouldn't surprise me if at some point, like I, I exchanged text messages with Rick Heller today because I'd like to get him on the radio show. And he wants to talk. He after just him. said he wasn't he, ready. He just, well, he just said that he's not sure what to say right now. He wants to. He wants to have the July Fourth holiday, and then he will. He's going to come on after. I'm going to reach out to That'll James Allen and try to set a time up for because you know there's a lot of stuff going on. But but my guess is it wouldn't surprise me if at some point Kirk released some type of statement. Um, I can't imagine Friday before July 4th they're going to all of a sudden do a press conference. No, I, you wouldn't. I think hope so. they don't. We don't need that. And um, but it wouldn't surprise me if if. Um, I haven't reached out to anyone from Sports Information to see if Fran or Kirk are going to release I'd love statements. to see maybe P.J. Fleck come out blowing smoke and saying this is this is going to be the ruin ruination of college no, sports. Nobody will say that. No. With oh, all I, the money involved, nobody will say My, that. My uh, sources at the athletic department say uh, that uh, Coach Ferentz is worried about uh, the location of uh, fake Ackerman. And it's putting all of his resources into the location. Can we have somebody on? Yes. Hello. Hello. Uh, you guys were asking about the message board reaction. Uh, I thought somebody said they're going to have a woke phone. and it's going to be rigged. <laughs> <laughs> a woke bowl. What would a woke bowl be? <laughs> where, like, the fans actually care about things? Yeah, yeah, where they care about things. <laughs> they just show empathy? <laughs> where they wave after every quarter? Yeah, there you go. But, um... That is, you know... We gotta get the... the we gotta get some song. You can't just give the kids a playlist and mm. say pick from this. Adults are gonna be picking that. The yeah. kids are not... I it's not. gonna be... You guys, you guys aren't. You guys don't think it's a good idea, right? I don't really care. No, I'm willing not to really. give. I'm willing to give it a chance, but I can see what you're concerned. I thought I was stunned. I thought they would give it to that former lineman who now uh, Jacobus. Is that his name, Dallas Jacobus? Uh-huh. Yeah, I thought they'd give it to him, but I did too. I mean, it, a lot will depend on how much the kids actually have a say. And but a lot of these kids are like five, six. I seven. know. See, I mean, even I, I. It's not like I was listening to. I, I want to hear sympathy for the. Devil. I wasn't listening to Saucer Full of Secrets when I was six, you know. I mean, what's it going to be like? Clifford, the theme to Clifford, and I mean, I mean, I don't know how that's going to work. I think adults will have the final say. Well, yeah, but they don't they have this uh, the theme from Sesame Street. Megan the Stallion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say the kids are going to pick it. But that's what it says. Well, it's, that's that's like we, oh, man, our academics and our research. <laughs> you know, come on. It's win, graduate, and do it right. You can't yeah. knock that. And count the money. And count the money. Not necessarily in that order. Yeah. But um, we'll see. I mean, if it doesn't work, um, they did need to get How, how do we define it? Oh, if the music doesn't Yeah, they work. did okay. need to get a new song, though. Don't you oh, yeah, de- definitely. I think that one had ran its course. Yeah, definitely. And maybe they'll find a song and stick with it. I, I don't know. I mean, but I just can't imagine that the kids are going to have the final say in this. Katrina and the Waves? Yeah, the Waves. Walking on Sunshine, what could have been better than that? Yeah. Yeah? I'm trying to picture the players raving to Walking on Sunshine <laughs> during the game. How about Alabama whiskey song? Yeah. Can you imagine that? Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear that. <laughs> Jim Morrison waving to the kids. 
I hope it works out, though, because I do say it's, it is. I think the oh, best, it's, a great, it's the best tradition in college oh, football. It's awesome. I know, and that's why I wouldn't screw around with it too much. So what did you hope they would have just picked a song? And picked stuck? a song or stayed with the uh, – what's the difference? It's, well, the other song was just kind of – Okay, but, it, you know, the, you're making a bigger deal out of it by even getting rid of the other song. And then when you say the kids are going to pick – well, the kids are going to pick it. Well, kids aren't – come on. Well, because like I said, most of these kids that they honor are between like baby, four and seven. Yeah, baby shark. <laughs> I mean. The, like, well, the theme, the theme from Electric Company. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Was, maybe that, was that Bill Cosby? And maybe yeah. Hunter. Maybe yeah. for Hunter they could do Menomina. <laughs> it's going to be ridiculous. <laughs> no, it's. So you think they will do it, this approach for more than the 2022 season, or you think they'll change for 2023? What's your prediction? I, I, I don't know. What do you think? You think it'll survive? I, I don't think it'll be an unmitigated disaster. I. Uh, it I could would, be. I would believe it would be a mitigated disaster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Well, I just don't know how yeah, many kids yeah, how listen many, to music seriously at, at five and six years they old. They don't. Well, I did. I didn't at I five and six. I listened to music, okay, but I didn't. <clears throat> I wouldn't be able to go up there, you know. Yeah, play uh, play Waterloo. Well, yeah, I, I wasn't. I wasn't that. putting on Pearl at five. <laughs> yeah. Now at nine, I was putting Pearl on, not at five. <laughs> well, when I was five, what was it? Wolverton Mountain. Oh God, Waterloo. Is that Fair and Wills? I don't know. They say don't go yeah. on Wolverton Mountain. Why? What was wrong with Wolverton Mountain? If you're looking for a wife, cause Clifton Clowers has a pretty young daughter. He's mighty handy with a gun and a knife. So she's the her only one. tender lips. Her tender lips are sweeter than honey. <laughs> so she's the only woman up there on the mountain? Yes. And her father's nuts? Yeah. Yes. Clifton Clowers. Yeah. He wants to keep him for himself. God, yeah. That's... Stuff. Why would we remember that? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Head. Well, you played um, Life's Been Good when I was driving in. I know. I don't know. I, I couldn't sing the song right now, for but when it's being played, you know the words. Great song. A great song, and it was long. I figured you may have yeah. needed a break. Do we have a caller? Yes. Hello. Hey, guys. It's the Kid Captain. I've got a song choice for the first week. Do you want to hear it? Sure. What was it? I couldn't. Couldn't. What? Oh, build a bitch. I don't even okay. know what that is. That's a little. Uh, that was a song. A that little we, s- song that we took out of here. So let's say the first week. <laughs> let's say the first week the the kid captain yeah. is the the son or daughter of parents who are just hardcore hippies. Left, and this kid picks me and Bobby McGee. Are they going to play? Would they do it? No. The kid isn't going to pick, even if his parents are hardcore. Me and Bobby McGee. You imagine the, the waving to me and Bobby McGee? Busted flag. Love the song. And, <laughs> <laughs> and it builds, it builds, and builds. You know? Wouldn't that be good? <laughs> what, about, what if it's a hardcore Dillon fan? Well, uh, about Ohio? That'd be a good one. Oh, God, four dead in Ohio. 
Dylan, now uh, which one? Because I mean, Tangled Up and Blue seven eight minutes. Tangled Up in Subterranean Homesick Blue. Lay Lady Lay. And maybe there are. Is there a market? Are there little kid songs? Oh yeah. Well, sure. I mean, M- Molly's first c- uh, concert was Charlotte Diamond, and we bought a number of. I've never heard of her. Uh, number of her albums. So could you see like Justin Bieber songs being picked? Are six and seven year old kids listening to him? No. Justin Bieber's almost thirty. Charlotte Diamond had. Uh, I am a pizza <laughs> with peppers on top, pepperoni. And then the f- famous, why did I have to have a sister? That, that was a good one, too. <laughs> Actually, she was pretty good. So maybe she'll be picked. Yeah, maybe she will. So. Why did I have to have a sister? Why can't I be on my own? Have we covered everything? God, it's already after 10.30. Um, Weiss Camp, uh, restricted free agents by the Spurs. Luca is with Portland's summer team now trying to make a roster. It's, it's tough. It is. It's, it's tough. It's tough to make it in the NBA, needless to say. And that shows you how impressive it is what Keegan's been able to do. I mean. So I def- hopefully for Weezy somebody makes a play for him. Yeah. And then the Spurs have a chance to match it, match the offer. Yes, and then Luca's just got to play well in summer. League and show Portland that he deserves a chance to to seriously compete for a roster spot. Yep. I mean, I'm not saying his NBA career is hanging by a thread, but it's hanging. It's that's, close. It's, that's what it is. I mean, it's hanging. It's tough. Well, and Tyler Cook's been. What, what's the latest on him? I, I haven't seen anything on Tyler. And is Utah done? I think Utah. The, I think he's. Is done. he still playing overseas? I, I believe so. Okay, but yeah, I mean, it is so hard. I mean, he was on. The, he. Didn't he make the All-Star G League team a few I think he did, years but ago? But shows you, though, the jump from G League to the NBA yeah, yeah. is so big. And I did see Romani Morris, the Iowa State, got traded. Yeah. He got traded, and a lot of stuff happening. And God, he's still there, though. It's amazing, though, when you see some of these, just these journeymen players signing three-year, $31 million. It's just amazing it's the amount of money. Yep. It's it astounding. That's a good word for it. I mean, Marvin Bagley, I forgot about him. He signed a three-year, $37 million deal with Detroit, and he's a decent front-line NBA player. Not an all-star, but what's that? That's almost $13 million a year. Nice work if you can get it. Yes, it really is. And now there's talk that um, the one thing about the NBA, I don't like all these stars joining the same teams because it takes away some of the competitiveness. It does. I get that they have a right to go wherever they want, but... Kevin Durant now says he wants to go to Phoenix, but if he goes to Phoenix, they're going to lose all the star players around him because um, be Brooklyn wants two all-stars for him. So it'll be interesting to see how it unfolds. So, but All right, well, well, well let's, let's take, take this, this important phone call. Yeah. Very important phone call. Hello. 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 Good morning. Hey, right before you guys leave, I wanted to bring up a couple things. Sure. Um, Caden Proctor's announcement, and I know he didn't know this other stuff was coming. Uh, I heard the term Bigfoot several years ago when Alabama stole, flipped the switch Pierce on Blocker. that tackle. I can't think of his name Blocker. right now. But it was eight years ago. He kind of got. But I was watching ESPN, and they were scrolling on the bottom, and I don't know if you guys have talked about this, that Caden Proctor 
according to them, was the number six overall ranked recruit and the highest recruit from the state of Iowa since they've been keeping records. That's yeah, yeah. Cool. It's, yeah, it's on his Twitter, the, the yeah. graphic that they released with his commitment, the highest rated recruit during the ranking era, which I believe dates back around not quite 20 years, mm-hmm. is it something like that? That's so, yeah, no, I mean, he's the highest wow. ranked, and yeah. he is. The, the thing that scared me was they were comparing him to Jonathan Ogden, who was a uh, Hall of Famer. Yeah, he played for, for I Kirk, think, Kirk Bal- coached Baltimore him. or somebody. Kirk I, coached him, yeah, and he played, yeah. It, and oddly, he played at UCLA, grew up in Washington, D.C., and Kirk coached him, and Kirk has said that he's one of the most impressive offensive linemen he's ever coached. And my guess is Jonathan Ogden. And he name, wouldn't he wouldn't say that if he didn't wasn't believing that. And Jonathan Ogden's name probably came up during the recruiting of Caden Proctor. Wouldn't surprise me at all. Part it, of the reason it, they compare him is Proctor's six eight, and Jonathan Ogden was six nine. It's the height. Okay, that's part of the reason. Is he projected? At left tackle. Well, right now, yeah. He'll play one of the two. He's too big to play guard. My guess is he's going to be their okay. left tackle. Yeah, that's what he projects at. That's what he's ranked as. But Tristan Wurst played right um, guard, and Alaric Jackson played left guard. Wow. Um, one other thing regarding the NBA, and I was shocked when I saw it, but um, I guess there's a reason for it. You were just talking about the salaries. James Harden turned down a 46.7 one-year contract. I had that yesterday. Yeah. He's trying to give them some cap room yeah. to work with, and still he'll probably still make right, 35 right. or 40. He's doing it for, for other reasons. He's trying to win an NBA title. One way or the other. But, but yeah, when no, you it's first staggering. see that, most people can't believe it. Hey, great show, guys. Thank you. Hey, thanks uh, so much. Talk to you later. Bye. Yeah, the money, the money in all three sports. It is just, it's just staggering. So I Googled uh, top kid songs very seriously. Uh-huh. I can't believe this. Message to you, Rudy. Yeah, no. No. Alabama whiskey song? Lizzo? No. You guys been waving to that? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why would that come Are up? you serious? Yes, I am serious. Why would that? I don't know. What is that? What are some of the others? <laughs> uh, kids Bop. Oh, yeah, kids. They're up to like. <laughs> Why? Kids Bop. They have like 28 com- compilations yeah. where they put out kids singing. <laughs> Current hits, yeah, and they sanitize them completely. Yeah. So I mean, there is no hint of any, any sexual references, smoking, drinking, none of it. None of nothing. So they don't believe that kids can smoke and drink. Maybe those little. What are those called? Uh, Xylophone. Xylophone. Waving to the quiet as a mouse. Listen to me. Quiet as a mouse. Listen, Listen to, to me. me. Squeak, squeak, squeak. I'm trying to picture Kirk waving to the kids with that song, blaring in the loudspeaker. I'm as loud as a lion. Listen to me. <laughs> All right. Who's doing this? This is terrible. Uh, doesn't sound like Charlotte Diamond. No, it doesn't. Is she in the? T- have anything in the top ten? I didn't see her. What if the kid? Why what, the hell would the crazy world fire? What if the fire. first kid picks busting out for Rosie? <laughs> oh God! Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. 
team start dancing out on the field. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah, I love that. It's going to be interesting because when I read that, that is not what I expected. No. I did not expect that, They're, but I, I'm with you guys, too. I'm like, the kids aren't going to have the fun. The, no. This will be all adult supervision. Yes. Yeah. My guess is, it's, do you think it will be a lot of country music? Yeah. I do. I do, too. Yeah. I think it will be mostly country music. Because I think that kind of fits the sound and the mood. And the they, athletic department. Well, that, and I just think it'll be a lot of, <laughs> uh, a lot of country. I don't Nothing think. will be woke. No. no. No woke. No. No. New. No woke. <laughs> well, have we uh, yeah, exhausted? We're, we're done. We bet we're back. Our audience. We got that big July 2nd show tomorrow, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Suitor on Saturdays, two yeah. days before July 4th. What are we going to talk about? We'll talk about do our quarterbacks. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I got to get my column written today. I'm ranking my top ten quarterbacks. I'll have that written today, and then Tom will have his, and we'll see how many we agree on. Um, I'll bet. Oh, I bet at least six or seven. Uh, I was going to say seven out of the ten. Yeah, there's some now. I'm going to go back further than some people because a lot of people have done their list to me, and nobody goes beyond back before 1980. And I'm going to go back there at least nice. for a couple. I mean. Rand, I like I said, Randy, Duncan, Randy Duncan was two-time first-team All-Big Ten, and they were starting to throw the ball and play the game a little bit like it's played now. Now the question yes. is, they go with like somebody like Aubrey Devine. I may give Tyler a call. Aubrey Devine was, quote-unquote, a quarterback by title, but he didn't play anywhere close to the position that's played now. No, that's very true. And, and Al Coupe is another one. Remember? That's part of the reason it's it's so hard to compare it is, eras. That's why I need to mention that in this column, because if Aubrey, Aubrey Devine, if you were ranking quarterbacks just by what they earned, without question, yes. he would be, but he wasn't a quarterback by today's and, standards. And also um, leadership. Oh, without question. And Al Coupe, remember Al Coupe? Oh, yes. He was now Kinnick's lead blocker. I uh, met Al Coupe. Because he, he would come back a lot and represent the Letterman. You remember, he was a quarterback. Mm-hmm. He played quarterback, but he was like a pulling guard. Uh-huh. I mean, and that's how different the position was in the single T. Yeah, he was at our house a couple of times. But I do believe with Evie, Randy Duncan threw for over 2,000 yards in his career. That was a decent amount for back then. And my dad had films, so we... I watched Randy Duncan. He could throw. Oh, he had a great. But he wasn't Chuck. The game was so different than Chuck Long. So, yeah, different areas you have to take it into consideration. The tough ones for me, though, are like Brad Banks is one incredible season compared to Drew Tate's body of work. Hello. Yeah, those are the kind of decisions. Of course, you make. Drew Tate's body of work was most, mostly 2004. Well, it was almost all. I mean, yeah. 2006, he got benched at Minnesota. Yeah. Remember that? Uh-huh. Fat Cats. Hello. Not only not only has the game changed, but the football has changed. Oh, too, yes. I, I have a replica 1935 football, and it's more like a rugby ball. Than it'd be, It's really tough for me to wrap my hand around it to throw it. Yeah, I mean, the quarterback basically was another running back or a blocker. That's what it basically was. And yep. most of those quarterbacks, Aubrey Devine was also a great defensive back. And he was a great uh, athlete. Yes. And same with Kinnick. I mean, Kinnick. So, so yeah, it's tough. I mean, and then another, I mean, who would you rank higher between Nate Stanley and C.J. Beathard? Uh, well, I had C.J. ranked higher. I mean, personally. Nate's got better stats. Yeah. But he didn't win a Big Ten title. Yeah. And Nate never won any Big Ten honors, whereas C.J. Uh-huh. made second team once. But then C.J., kind of like Drew Tate, and I know injuries were a factor, but C.J.'s last year was not good. No, it wasn't. And, uh 
you know, CJ will always be the 12 and 0. He's got that going for him, and he did make. He did make second team All Big Ten, which is something. Matt Sherman made second team All Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Matt Sherman started all, for almost four years. I mean, uh, he's somebody that deserves serious consideration. I had somebody put Gordy Bohannon, and the story's great. He did lead the rule, but I, I, I don't. He's Gordy's probably not going to make my top ten. These didn't have Gordy didn't make my top ten, but I did consider him. Well, you have to because he led the resurgence, he, but right. he didn't do it with great stats. No. And they were not a great offense no. by any means. But um, there's some no-brainers. The question is, though, do you put – obviously, it, number one's a no-brainer, wouldn't you say? Well, it, uh, Chuck Long. Sure. It's got to be. Yeah. It's got, and then to me, then do you, go, do you go with Randy Duncan? Do you go with Brad Banks? I mean, Kenny Plain won a Rose Bowl and made first-team All-Big Ten, too. Yeah. Now, granted, he didn't throw much, but he also played the position different than when it was played in the 30s and the 20s. The quarterback position by the 50s had evolved a little bit. It was well, different. Kenny Plain was the first-team All-American as well. Oh, was he really? Yes, he was. Yeah, see, that, that matters, too. And I think a lot of that, though, was because of team success. Oh, indeed. He did not have great stats. No, he didn't. But... Um, Randy Duncan was the second player taken in the NFL draft. Yeah, they got to be they got to be on the list. But most of the lists that I were given by fans, none of them had Randy Duncan listed. Well, they're idiots. And when I do my running backs, my running backs are next. Oh, I'm sorry. He's my to running back. him on the list is absurd. It's ridiculous. I'm going to have running backs next, and I'm going to have Ozzie Simmons on my list. Well, and I will. I and would you put Ozzie Simmons or Mark Wiseman on your list? Uh, Ozzie. Mark Wiseman has way more yards. Ozzie Simmons overcame so much, and when you read about him, he was really good. A sign of the times. Remember his nickname? Um, no. The Ebony Eel. Think about trying to do that nickname now, Captain. They called him the Ebony Eel. That was his nickname. Of course, nicknames were all over the place. I know, and you could say whatever you wanted racially-wise. There was no – I mean, but think about doing that nickname now. I mean, baseball players all had – Nicknames yeah. back in the day. But that one, that was his nickname, the Ebony Eel. He and his brother climbed a train and came up here from Fort Worth, Texas. Incredible story. But the stuff that I've read about it, he was great. That's why the Minnesota fans hated him so much, because he was good and he was slippery and he was elusive and what have you. So running backs will be tough, but the quarterbacks are tough because the position has evolved more than any other position other than maybe tight end. Well, it'll be a fun discussion tomorrow. Because there weren't tight ends up until... To me, there weren't the modern-day tight end until ni- about 1979. I was going to say 1980. Yeah. Utah is playing pro ball in Japan. Okay. Yeah, that okay. sounds right. All right, well, everybody have a good, safe Friday. We'll be back tomorrow morning. And HawkFanatic.com, check it out. It is free.